school of life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me talking about something. It must be a Friday, and if you're listening on any other day, it must be whatever day it is that you're listening. So, um, I'm actually just going to get right into it. A couple of quick things. Uh, Make sure to uh, like, uh, subscribe, ring the bell, follow, share, do all the stuff that that helps me get out there and helps his word that I've been doing get out there and whatever it is that I'm talking about today. Um, It really helps to get the the word out. So, and and that actually rolls right in to what I'm going to talk about today. There are so many different places that we can choose to put down our roots in life. There are so many options available. I personally live in Riverside County in Southern California. So that's where I've chosen to put down my roots. That's where I've chosen to raise my kids. That's the places that I've chosen to be. Hey, guess what? And in the process of that, I have chosen to go to church there. Um, There's only one option that will see us become everything that God has created us to be. There's only one option that will see us fulfill the destiny that God has created for us, and that is actually finding a place to worship, Um, finding a house to worship in, finding a place to go. And I know right now there's some churches have chosen to just not to continue not to do church. If you live in California, they've said don't gather. They said if you're going to gather, gather outside, and churches have made the opportunity for outdoor stuff, but it's been like 200 degrees. You know, so there's so pastors are saying let's let's wait another week. You know, stuff like that. So, um, but that's whether you go to a building or you go to an outdoor thing, it doesn't matter if you're planted in the house of God. If you're planted in the church, if you have made yourself available to serve, if you made yourself available to work with that pastor, if you made yourself available to sit and be a part of the church, it doesn't matter if you're watching it online or if you're actually going to the building. If you have an online option, get to that online option. Get in the comments. Be a part of your church, just like you've always have. I, think, I, I know the worship experience might be a little bit different, you know, because it's not corporate. It's not a live, I guess. So <clears throat> I know that there's that some things have changed and been a little different, but that doesn't mean you're not going to get a good word or a good message out of what your church is doing online. And this is this is this is purposeful today. So. I'm going to read Psalm 92, 12 through 15. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted, here it is, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. To be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. That's where we need to be. We need to be flourishing. We need to have a flourishing life. And and part of getting that flourishing life is being planted in the house. So whether your house right now is on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or wherever your church is streaming, be a part. Because now your church has an opportunity to be 100% global. The internet does that for us. The internet does that for the church. You can add a new location. Our church just added a location in a city in in the Hemet-Senesino area. 
because we can be online there and people can re we can reach to people on the internet and they can start to visualize and see what we can do and then eventually put a building there. We're doing things differently because of what COVID-19 has done for us. So we can actually take that and turn it to good. If you have a heart for God, if you have it in your heart to accomplish his plan in your life, you have it in your heart to be a part of the solution, the needs in the world around us. The church is the solution to the needs in our world right now. So COVID-19, flu, whatever stuff is, is out there causing issues and problems, the church has pretty much always been the answer. Now, I know some people might get all bent out of shape when I say that because, well, if you need help, where do you go? You go to somebody that knows, either been there, done that. You go to somebody that, that has some sort of inner wisdom, right? Now, just imagine believers continue to speak to God and do things with God, and they're growing in the churches, and they're doing that kind of stuff. So why wouldn't you go to a church? So why wouldn't you can speak to a, a believer that might have the answer for you. Why don't you read the Bible and see what it has to say about your situation or what it has to say about COVID-19? It may not actually say COVID-19, but it does say pestilence. <laughs> and if you're growing in the house and you're in the house of God, you're going to have more peace of mind. I, I tell you 100%, the church is essential. So whether it's inside an actual building, outside on a patio, outside in the yard, out in a park, or wherever churches are being held right now, get there and be a part of it and grow with that church and, and let that be a part of your testimony, what, what you do when you go to church. How important is your testimony in life? Because that's, that, that's where all this starts at, is what did God do for you? Now, see, testimony can be looked at in multiple facets. So what did God do for me? What am I doing for God? What is God continuing to do for me? So there's three different things right there. Now, this is, this is, this is where this comes from. I'm going to read Revelation. I, I'm not a big Revelation guy, but if you read it right now, it's probably in the news. <laughs> so here we go. This is Revelation 10 and 11. Re Revelation chapter 12, 10 and 11. Then the Lord heard a, a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and, our, and, and the power of his Christ have come. And the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. So the devil has been cast down. Guess where he landed? On earth. Now check this out. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, Jesus dying on the cross, and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Now watch this. The blood of the lamb, Christ dying on the cross for us and the word of their testimony. Your testimony will give you the power to overcome the things that are thrown at you. The things that God's done for you, the things that you're doing for God, the things that, that, that you learn in church that you take out of that thing that you've watched on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or wherever you're watching church at or going to, you take that, you grab it, you make it part of your life and you, you, you study it, you look at it, make sure your pastor's telling the truth because you go back in the word and make sure everything that he's saying is good. And then you go out and you become a testimony for other people because nobody else understands God the way you do. So your life can tell other people that there's been a great change, that there's been a great thing, that, that something's happened inside of you and you now have a passion to talk about him. Your testimony will give you the power to overcome those things. Your testimony will give people an opportunity to hear what Jesus has done for you and what he is continuing to do for you. But if you are not planted in a place if you have not put down roots to grow, you will have a hard time with your testimony. 
see, something about going to church every Sunday, can, talking to people and doing that kind of stuff really helps. It helps you speak more about God outside of the building. I'm going to tell you a story about a dude um, that Jesus did some cool stuff with. And I think it's interesting. It's in the book of Mark. I'm, I'm going to let you go and read it. I'm going to paraphrase it. It's Mark chapter 5, 1 through 20. Jesus pulls up on the shore. He pulls up on the sea. And there's this whacked out dude. This dude's whacked out beyond belief. The, the, the people say he's full of demons. He's hanging out in the graveyard. The guy's jacked. Now, now, now think about this for a minute. This is in the Bible. Here's a jacked up dude. And, and so God, so Jesus is talking to him and he's all, you know, demon possessed and he's, you know, he's flipping around. He's, he's scratching himself. He's doing all kinds of craziness. And Jesus says, demons come out. And guess what happens? The demons come out and the guy gets cleaned up. The, the demons go into the pigs and they, and they run off a cliff and, and all that kind of stuff. You go read it. Uh, Mark chapter five, verses five, one through 20. Right. And, and go, go read that because. What happens in that is is just amazing because this guy's life gets changed so drastically. He's been doing this for a long time. They say he's been out there doing this for multiple years. And he's and he's like, Jesus, I want to go and do stuff. I want to be with you. I want to walk with you. And Jesus goes, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You stay here. He actually tells him, you stay here. We're going to get in the boat. You hang out here. He, he actually begged him. Verse 18, it says this. It says, and when he got into the boat, Jesus, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, go home, watch this, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has compassion on you. Jesus says, hold on a minute, go home, go home to the house, go to the other people, go to the place that you live, go to the place that you hang out and tell other people the compassion that God has for you and the change that he's done for you. Let your testimony grow you. So here's this guy, he's all messed up. When Jesus spoke to him and released the demons, this man wanted to follow him, but Jesus gave him a mandate instead. What's your mandate? He said, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion. When God does great things, even a small thing in your life, are you telling people, are you letting people know what God is doing in your life? I sit, I sit and do this podcast and I think to myself, man, I, I, and, I and, love and what God has done for me. With I've, it I've in, more maybe different facets. I don't know. Just to, to do something that great, I believe, and, and I believe that there's enough people out there listening, they hear my passion for what, for what God's doing for me right now in the places that I've been and the places that I've seen that, man, I could move forward with that. And if I'm planted in the house of God, if I'm truly planted in the house of I God, I get to grow. Every Sunday, I hear a great message and I, and I learn and I go and I study. I take it upon myself to take that message and, and study it and learn it and, and have an understanding of it and move forward with it. When you go out and buy that thing that you've been wanting your whole life and somebody asks you about it, we always give the biggest description, right? If you're watching on YouTube, I have this, this championship belt back here sitting on my shelf. It's the World Heavyweight Championship belt from WWE. And I've been wanting a replica belt, I think, since I was since before they even made replica belts. I was like, man, I got to get one of those. You know, reading PWI, uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrator. <laughs> and uh, they had the ads in the back to get the belt, and they were like three hundred dollars. I'm like, I can't afford that. I'm like twelve, you know. <laughs> Ric Flair style, the big gold belt, right? And uh, been wanting that thing my whole life. And one day, one Christmas, my 
daughters all pitched in and bought me a replica belt. Now it sits on my shelf, and the day I opened it up, it was like one of the greatest days of my life. It was almost as awesome as when I received Jesus. It was one of the greatest days of my life, and and I took it with me. I was Hulk Hogan for Halloween. I did all kinds of craziness. I took it with me. I showed my friends. I you know I took it to my brother's house for for his Christmas day and did all that. And check out my new belt. You know I was like this is. I display it behind me in my videos. So, you know, I love the thing, you know, and I talk about it all the time. That's the passion that you should have when you receive Jesus, that you go out and you get planted in the church, you get planted in the house, you, you, you move forward with him and you talk about him. You say, man, God's done great, awesome things for me. Now watch what happened to this dude that was possessed. Now, when Jesus had crossed over again, this is Mark chapter 5, 21 through 24, when Jesus had crossed over again by boat, to the other side, again by boat. He's going back to the same place. A great multiplied gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jarius was his name, um, a bunch of stuff happened, and begged him to earnestly saying, my little daughter lies in the, at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed and she will live. So Jesus went to him with a great multitude, followed him, and thonged him, which means people were just grabbing him, and it was just a big crowd. Well, that's the same place, the same town that he went to the first time, so this guy's testimony, this demon-possessed guy that got cleaned up, his testimony went into all the cities. So when Jesus showed back up again, everybody came and wanted to be a part of what he was doing. Isn't that amazing? One man's testimony. The power of one man changed multiple people. In this process, go continue to read. In this process, a, 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 a female with an issue of blood reaches out and grabs his hand. She gets healed. He goes into the house of Jairus and brings his daughter back to life. I mean, great things happen because this one guy got saved and went and told everybody. His testimony made a difference to everybody. How awesome is that? How awesome is our God that what we can do for him outside of our building, outside of our church. Now, go serve. Go do that stuff. But you have to be planted in the house of God in order to have a flourishing life. That's what it says. It says to have a flourishing life, be planted in the house of God. What's your house of God? Are you going to church on Sunday? Are you watching online? Are you, are, are you doing the things that, that continues to get you going? Are you giving to the ministry even though you're not going there? These things have to continue to happen because God has to continue to move, especially in this time. This time frame right now is one of the greatest time frames for the church. Church, get up, testify, move forward, tell people about God, get people online, go global with, with the internet, do great things, and see God move in a, in, in a mysterious way again. I can't wait to see the outpouring of the Holy Spirit of this end time to see what's going to happen with the people of God and the growth that's about to come. So just, that, and, and I, I don't know, just as a reminder, get there, be a part, continue to grow, love people, give your testimony and overcome the things of the world. Amen. So I'm just super excited this morning and I just wanted to get that out there. So just continue to, to, to hang out with 100% Richard. And if you like my t-shirt, if you're watching online, I'm wearing my, my 100%. Um, I watch and listen to 100% Richard podcast. If you like my t-shirt, leave a comment. I'm going to um, get this on my website here pretty soon so that you could buy one and uh, all that good stuff. So um, go to 100richard.com and you can donate to 100% Richard if you want to. You don't have to. It's just there as an option for you. And uh, you guys have an absolutely 100% 
fantastic weekend. Ride on, ride on.